Welcome to the Dang Show. I'm your host, Pierre, and today we're going to do a, something a little different. Right now, we didn't get a chance to record last week because of scheduling conflicts, but we do have a old episode in the pocket. Um, me and Stefan recorded about animation and gaming. He's talking about One Piece and My Hero Academia. We also are talking about some games that have already been released, I think Tekken and Street Fighter VI. Um, hopefully you enjoy this unreleased episode of The Dang Show, and we'll try to bring out new content every week. So, have a great day, and hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. to the dang show your place for everything drawing animation nerds and gaming i'm your host pierre and i'm here with my co-host stefan what's been good here on the dang podcast we say what's good because we want to know what's been going on good in your life man but why don't we just get started with that man what's been good with you me man i've been i've been doing pretty good working hard i work at amazon transportation driving trucks um, outside of that, try to stay fit. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be kind of slacking on it, but I'll be going to the gym. And then at my heart, I'm a nerd, man. I'll be playing games. I read manga. I watch the anime. English sub, don't matter. I watch all of that. Um, and then Marvel movies, comic books, I like all of that too. So yeah, that's kind of, that's how, that's kind of where I am, you know, in a nutshell. I feel you. I mean... Basically, we here with the on the Dame podcast. We all nerds, man. We just nerds in our own way. Um, you know, I'm a comic book nerd, of course. I like anime. I like cartoons. I like movies. We like all type of stuff. We like to consume pop culture. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I collect stuff. Stuff like that. You know me. I'm Pete. So we're gonna get into it today. We're gonna be talking about animation and gaming. That's the A and the G in Dame. If you don't know or is this your first time listening, this thing stands for Drawing, Animation, Nerds, and Gaming. That's also the name of my comic book company that I'm in the process of trying to work on. Um, it's supposed to encompass everything in nerd culture and in art culture as well. So if you like manga, if you like drawing, if you like animation, you like nerd stuff, <laughs> it's definitely gaming. Come back to the podcast and listen to us and see what's going on. You got any ideas for it just come and drop us a line hit us up on our social media um steph you want to give your your social media out yeah um y'all can hit me up on instagram it's intergalactic steph i got i pretty much made up that name because of kid cuddy that's my dog man <laughs> yeah. if i ever meet him man i need his autographs i mean he cool he be chilling <laughs> oh a little story about kid cuddy man my um the mother of my child says she knows Kid Cudi because she, she's from um, Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. And um, she this is before he got with Kanye and everything like that and um, helped Kanye on his path with his music journey. But um, I've never met him, but she says she personally knows him. So, you know, from the ear 
from my from my baby mama's mouth to to my ears to y'all ears. This is where it's coming from. So I don't know how to accurately place that anywhere, but it is what it is. You get what I'm saying? So maybe maybe one day Kid Cudi might be in our surroundings. I'll let you know stuff. Hey, that'd be dope. <laughs> maybe he be down play some games or something. And we show him around Charlotte. Oh yeah, he do got a new show coming out on Netflix or a movie or something, right? Yeah, I've seen the trailer for that. Like, it actually looked pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, kinda... it looked like the animation from, uh, from Spider-Man into, into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was like, yo, I definitely got to see that just because of that. Because I really enjoy Into the Spider-Verse. Well, you think it's going to be some new music attached to it, man? Hey, it's, this is a perfect platform for him to do that. So... I'm definitely gonna be keeping my ears open for some new tracks because I love Man on the Moon 3 and I love his classics, you know, day and night. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we, we'll get into it. So today's topic with the animation, we're gonna be talking about One Piece and My Hero Academia. So um, I guess I'm not that fluent in One Piece. I, I, it's weird with me because I know a lot about One Piece but I've never seen it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I know it's a long journey to get into, but that's why we got Steph here, because he's already been in that journey. He didn't watch all 9,000 episodes or whatever, and, and um, he knows what's going on. So um, I guess we, what got you into One Piece, man? All right, so just a quick little background. Like, honestly, I wasn't into One Piece either. I was intimidated by the number of episodes I think by the time I started, it was at least like full, 400. I think they was fighting Doflamingo, if y'all know who I'm talking about. By the time I got started, y'all know how long um, Dress Rosa arc was, especially for the readers. But my friends got me into it while I was in college. I saw the fights with um, Luffy was fighting... Um, I forget his name, but it's the leopard dude. He had a suit. He was a part of CP9. That fight was hard. <laughs> I saw that man start going red, and he doing the rapid punches on some JoJo's Bizarre Adventure type shit. So, yeah, that was like my little like, okay, I need to get into this. I gotta see what it's about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like I said, I haven't haven't watched not one episode, but I've definitely seen the clips going around. I know a lot about it for some reason. <laughs> like I said, I know about Luffy. I know about the 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 fruit. I know that he's out there searching for the One Piece, aka uh, treasure beyond treasure or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? I know about the Mary. What is it? The ship he's on is Mary. Oh, you talking about the Going Mary? The Going Mary. Yeah. I know about yeah. his transformations. I know a lot about it, but I just ain't never seen it. So, I mean. What's going on in One Piece now that's going, that's, you know, got the the world in the uproar or, you know, people are going to go. If you was to sell One Piece to somebody right now, what would you sell them on? Me, I would like to sell people that this is, this is a journey. This is an adventure of a lifetime right here. It's something that's been out for a long time. And the, just the whole lore, the mystery of what the One Piece is and the journey, which is why I'm going to emphasize a lot because everybody likes to say One Piece is too long. 
but this is this is truly a journey to see what this one piece is and it's all about the adventure the action the friendships the comedy the sadness the um the dread the drama everything that leads up to getting the one piece because okay so they do let's say they do find the one piece and they did it in like what 25 episodes well okay that's cool i think everybody can watch it in 25 episodes but you can build a whole entire world in a universe with more episodes so that's why i'm glad that one piece is still sticking around um but yeah it's all about the journey man you just got to take your time you gotta love it you gotta hate it and when you get to the one piece you're gonna think about all them great moments all them trash moments i'm not saying it's perfect or anything but it's all about the journey when you get to the one piece you're gonna be thinking about everything on the way there and if you love the journey awesome and if you didn't well i mean i guess it's not for everybody see okay so <laughs> so you emphasized on the journey so i got a question um as a comic book creator and everything um what is your most like i guess um most defining way to show in a manga's a manga or anime do you want to split it up into to sagas or do you want to split it up into arcs like um i talked to um jade a lot about that about trying to create something and you want to split it up into sagas or do you want to split it up into um arcs where you know each character has an arc and then saga would be like um is a whole situation going on and then and, and it's not going to end until that situation is fixed but all the stuff that happens in between it so i guess you want to split it up into like dragon ball z dragon ball z has sagas if you want to call it that which would kind of be labeled as arcs a little bit because they're not that long you know what i'm saying so with dragon ball z you, you think they say the saiyan saga and that's when vegeta was coming to earth to get the dragon balls um from dragon ball z of course so um after that it was the freezer saga and that whole situation where they had to go to namek and blah 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 that's a saga so um arcs i guess it would be split up into i really don't know too many examples of arcs but is one piece split up into arcs uh, is it split up into sagas it's definitely split up in arcs i'll definitely say that but at the same time, I want to say it's got it's saga too on your definition of like focus on the characters or a specific situation. I want to say it's like a hybrid of both of them because okay, so like I like um, the Marine Ford arc, which is basically Luffy going to fight against the world government with everybody that's against the world government. Um, so like that would be like an arc for that whole entire fight for Luffy to go rescue his brother against the world government. All the top Marines is sitting on the throne waiting for him and it was getting ready to um, execute Ace. That's an arc. Um, and then like a saga would be like in the very beginning, like Luffy is a kid. Um, what was his motivation to wanting to become a pirate? And that was Shanks. How did he get his powers? He ate the devil fruit that Shanks had. And next you know, he became a rubber boy. <laughs> right. Okay. So 
Yeah, I would like to say that One Piece has both. Okay. Okay, so um, I, I do remember people talking about like the Marine part of it. So basically, everybody. So this in this world of One Piece, everybody is pirates. Like pirates is the thing to be, right? Actually, <laughs> actually, you got a you got three main archetypes. Well, two main archetypes in there. You are either a pirate or you a marine. But you also got like a third, I want to say, is bounty hunters, okay. which is what Zoro started off as. And then you got um the world government. So I want to say four, but with the asterisk next to the bounty hunters, because they don't get too deep in bounty hunting. Right, right. Like you see the bounties for the characters, but like. You got like some mysterious dude in the corner with like, uh, I don't know, like a bandana on his face, like a bounty hunter or something like that. That's not really something they really explored a lot into, but something I would like them to see, you right? Know, to explore into. So is it like um, more? Everybody is this group. So so if the Marines, the Marines, they work for the government, or are they just the peacekeepers or the good keepers? You know what I'm saying? Like they do good throughout the world. Is that what the Marines are, or do they work for the government? Yes, the uh, Marines are definitely supposed to be, in their eyes, they're the good guys. The Marines and the government work like hand in hand with each other, and they they pretty much are against everybody who's a pirate or everybody who's not world government or a Marine. Okay, and so the pirates, they just do what they want to do. They yes. um. They have their arcs where they they um or their journeys where they go and try to rob the Marines or rob whoever they're gonna do because that's what they want to do. So that's what pirates are. Yes. But I mean of course they you know got a yin yang is good and a bad with it. You know what I'm saying? And so with the bounty hunters, is that a crew as well? Or is it just one or two people going to, to fill out the bounties that either the marines to put out or the government that's what i mean like when it comes to the bounty hunting thing it hasn't really been explored yet but you can get like a feel of what it wanted to go with it with zoro in the beginning because he was called pirate hunter zoro that was his title right and he would go and fight pirates and then you turn him in you get money but pretty much after that there wasn't really a lot of emphasis on bounty hunting after that not too many notable names I could think of, but mainly Zoro. That was the main one I could think of for that. So would you would you put it down as like a character introducing um, device? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because like I said, his title was the bounty hunter, pirate Zoro. I mean, yeah, pirate hunting, you know, bounty hunter Zoro. So yeah. It was just like a way to kind of like give him some characters and background before he ended up joining the Straw Hats. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. And so the government, is that like something that you look at as um, evil or is it just something that's controlling the whole organization of this powered world or sailor world or whatever it is? Definitely evil, evil, and they are controlling everything. Like. Whatever the world government is in control of, they rule it with an iron fist. And the people in charge of that are 
some pretty nasty, evil people, to be honest. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a pretty good... So, if you want to get into One Piece, I mean, of course, there's the manga, and of course, there is the anime. Is You just got introduced to the anime first, or what, are you reading the manga? I got introduced to the anime first, because when we was kids, we had, like, um, I think it was called, like, Kids WB. They had a little bit of One Piece on there. It was really watered down, very censored. Right, but um, I think a lot of people got introduced to it like that, and then like um, you know, tsunami, um, or you just like everybody probably just went online and looked it up. Yeah, I feel like you. YouTube or some pirating. I'm not a fan of it, but I mean that's what we did when we was younger. Oh yeah, we definitely. Had, we had Funimation on our phones at that point in time. We just pay a subscription for it we got oh yeah audience in case you're like you know born in the 90s or the 2000s we were born in the 80s well i was born in the 80s you was born in the 90s so yeah it was hard out there for a pimp trying to get 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 (laughs) some anime it was definitely going to the library and finding out who is that guy wearing that short jacket with the yellow hair and because you know we wasn't really seeing dragon ball z as much as it is now like couldn't get access to anything like that but um so you would say that your favorite way to consume one piece is the anime and you say you did read the manga i guess after you got to a point where the show you couldn't watch it exactly <laughs> okay so so um is there something i guess going into manga and a little bit of drawing in the dang show um, do you like the an- the drawing style or you like the animation style best? Oh, okay. So, I mean, that one is a little subjective. It depends on who the artist is exactly. But drawing-wise, obviously you got to go manga. That's where it came from. Like, if you never had the manga, you're not going to have the animation. So, I want to say manga, and I really appreciate all the artists out there that's drawing all these characters and these stories and adventures for us. Okay, so so um, you do like the art style, um, like you when you flip it through the pages of the manga, you like to look at the art instead of you know. I mean, of course, you started with the anime, right? That's what you say. Yeah. So you started with the anime, and now you're reading the manga. Is that what's drawing you to the manga, or you just continuously just want to know what more of the story is? Of course, you know the manga got scenes when you see a scene in a manga and then it translates to the animation like do you think that's the best way that it needs to be i mean the best way that it is just depicted is in the animation because of course it's moving and everything but sometimes i, I know in my case sometimes when i see uh artwork depicted in in a in a manga i and then i watch the anime it don't really look it's good sometimes, maybe because of the animation studio, but I know One Piece has a has a good animation studio right now. So, um, but you know, I, I guess when I picture it in, in the book, I want to see it in full fledged animation. You know what I'm saying? In animation, to me, that always ends up becoming a great scene. Sometimes it don't. So, is that how you feel when you read the manga? It's like this gonna be dope when they become an animation, or is it gonna be like? Oh man, you know, they ain't really do what I wanted it to do. <laughs> yeah, because like, I think that's how most um, 
manga artists how they feel. Like, sure, like they draw it, but it's just something about seeing it animated and on TV and they got all the action going, the fighting scenes look smoother. So yeah, I like to I like to say that the animation has the most potential when it comes to the art style, but you have to have a foundation and the manga is the foundation. The animation is like, uh, how do you say it? Like, I guess like what the animators and the manga, the drawers, the artists, that's what the anime is like the pinnacle of what they want. Like if they could do all of that in just the manga, then they would, but you have to draw it. So right. it's not gonna be like that. But when you put it in the animation form, this is like the, this is the freezer form. Like this is the <laughs> final form like of the manga is right. the anime. I mean, I guess I can go on a little tangent with this. So, I mean, so you think the anime is the final form. So what do you think about anime and, and live action? Like that might, to some people be like, that's the final form, but it never really translate to me, in my opinion, it never really translate in live action the way it does in animation. And then you, you know, we, I have these big conversations with people, and I ask them like, "Do you like any anime live action? I mean, any movie or any manga that's been translated into live action without knowing it's been translated into live action?" Like, I feel like it's people's opinions on it because if they see the manga or they read the manga then they see the animation or they get into the animation first and read the manga when they get to the live action they be like who asked for the third iteration of it you know what i'm saying but some people who start off watching the live action and then they get back into it like um for example my girlfriend jay she never seen avatar but she's seen the movie mm -hmm. and i'm like yo avatar is horrible you know what i'm saying well <laughs> avatar the last airbender and she was like, it wasn't that bad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, it's horrible compared to the animation. It, of course, it wasn't manga first, but to the animation, it's, this is this is horrible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So then I had to sit her down and let her watch Avatar The Last Airbender. And then she finally got into it. And she was like, yeah, I can't even compare it now. So I guess my question is, what can make live action... Um, it's final form or do you just feel like live action is, is useless okay um cause I know one piece is becoming a, a live action that's why I'm asking I'm sorry facts <laughs> okay so what they need to do I wish I could be a director for this to be honest <laughs> but first you need to start off with a core group of people who find animation manga interesting like you really be reading this shit bro um second you need to actually love it too because you know that when you love something you gonna nurture it you gonna make sure that it's the best that it can actually be and the final product is gonna be something that you're gonna be proud of facts so with that said you got people out there who just in it for the money dragon ball evolution was horrible trash <laughs> it was horrible. it was doo-doo butter doo-doo butter <laughs> i think the people who made dragon ball evolution they did not love it they did not really care for it they saw an opportunity to make money defend this movie everybody talking about man that junk is trash that junk is trash and i'm like man 
if you think about it, it's, it's, it's kind of like Dragon Ball, but not Dragon Ball Z. Right. And I always say people was like, their ex, ex, expectations was that it was going to be Dragon Ball Z. But it's kind of like Dragon Ball. Of course, they did a horrible job on everything. The actors that they picked for Goku, the actors that they picked for, for Master Roshi, and, you know, just trying to tell the story in general, that was a horrible job, but they did encompass the story. And I don't know why I was trying to defend it because to this day, it's not going to ever stand up to the test of time. But I just was trying to get a different perspective. I guess I was being a contrarian about it. But I was like, maybe we should we should give it a chance for this and that and the third. And then I, I watched, uh, what was it? Um, Ghost in the Shell. And I really thought it was good. And people who watched the anime, it's like, man, this is horrible. Like, they got Scarlett Johansson playing this chick. And I was like, what's, what's the difference? There's a, she's, a, she's a robot, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter if she's Japanese or not. Like, And then, you know, they had to change the story a little bit to make her Japanese in the end or something like that. Or a Japanese person put inside of a robot body and the robot body was Scarlett Johansson, but people still was like, no, 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 this is not how it goes. But it very faithfully stuck to what the anime was. And I was like, is it because people wasn't asking for this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, that's why I'm trying to pick into your mind and see like, I I, I do fully agree. I'm sorry, I think I, I veered off, but basically I fully agree that the people who make this stuff need to be loving it as much as the people who watch it. And then they will try to put as much into it. Um, and I guess that will segue us into, I guess, the other topic or the other animation we're talking about, My Hero Academia. You didn't love that one at first. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. what made you what made you watch My Hero Academia? <laughs> I think the animation and the action towards the end of the first season just made me a fan. Cause like, man, All Might, that dude was so fired when he did that fight against the Nomu, and the um, they had like this training stadium, something like that. Like, and then um, it's just really just the way he was just going ham. Like even though he know he's not at his prime no more, and he has to defend all these students before he loses his form, and the kids don't know he's not in top shape no more, but he still fought on hard and really lived that plus ultra mindset and defeated the enemy and kept his composure before his powers ran out. I thought that scene was just so dope. The music was perfect. It was something I actually downloaded myself and I listened to every once in a okay, while. Okay, that's what's up. Hype you up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, after I saw that part, cause I was like, hmm, let me just give this a chance. Stop, you know, stop while I'm sleeping on it. People was hyping it up. I didn't really care for the hype. But when I actually gave it a chance, I actually turned out to like it. And I wouldn't see where the story goes from there with All Might and Deku. Okay. Oh, okay. So I guess um my intro to My Hero Academia is that I got a friend. His name, you know, you know, y'all know Jewels. So Jewels was trying to get me into My Hero Academia because my character in my book is um a fire-based character and every time i tell people about my fire-based character it was like like bakugo and i was like who is bakugo <laughs> and they was like well he you know make explosions this and that he on my hero academia and i was like 
I'm one of those. I'm not like a gatekeeper when it comes to anime, but I only watch anime that I know that has been had a little longevity to it. So stuff like One Piece, I haven't watched it yet. You know, that's my bad. That's you know, what I'm saying <laughs> my nail in the coffin. But stuff that has to have a little longevity because it's so much anime out there, and it could just be one season. You get what I'm saying? And it could be dope, but then it might not continue. So I need something that might have a little longevity, like, you know, Full Metal Alchemist and stuff like that. I'm an older head, so I just can't, I'm not, I guess not, not to say not open to watching a lot of anime, but I just, it's so much of it. I don't want to be like flooded with anime all day and then it it's just like taking up my time. But anyway, I digress. So I guess with that, people was comparing my character to Bakugo. And so I had to check out this guy Bakugo and my, my partner Jewels was like, yo, it's actually a good story. So I started watching it and right off the bat, I do not like Deku. The first two people they show is Bakugo and Deku. I don't like Bakugo and I don't like Deku. <laughs> Deku cries all the time and Bakugo is just a bully. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, is people comparing my guy to this guy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm trying to figure out like, exactly why they get comparing them to it and then i start talking um start watching it more and more i kind of get into the characters more than i get into everything else that's going on and i mean from i have gotten past the anime so no spoilers but you know things start to get darker you know what i'm saying for sure it starts to get darker and I mean, now, I mean, I'm a fan, but I'm not like, this is the best anime out there. You know what I'm saying? It, it is good. The animation is good, especially when you got some of the top animators um, animating this, this show. You got Bones animating it, and Bones is a pretty good animation studio. So, um, and this is a perfect example of what I was asking you before, is that, is, is, that, is it the, the, the manga artwork that draws you to it or is it the the animation with this in this case with um my hero academia is the art the art is dope <laughs> you know what I'm saying like the artist is a beast he is drawing some stuff that is crazy like crazy details stuff like that so i really do look at his artwork or the persons i can't think of it. i guess i didn't do enough research at the time but i don't i can't remember his name off bat but I do have a lot of reference pictures from him, from Pinterest, stuff like that. The main artist on My Hero Academia, and he's dope. I try to emulate some of those panels that he do. And, and especially in the manga, the panels are, are, are very um, vibrant and you can see what's going on clearly. You don't even have to read it to know what's going on, you know? Right. So, so um, with My Hero Academia, who would be like some of your favorite characters? Alright, so obviously I gotta put Deku up there because I'm really I'm really got a good vibe with how his journey's going. Yeah. From like, I didn't like him either when he was just start off as a little crybaby. Like but who's <laughs> this soft character everybody you know, they hyping him up right. saying that my hero was the best show with only one season. Like it's supposed to be better like you trying to tell me it's better than Dragon Ball Z already. Like already. Right, and it's Naruto <laughs> out it's Naruto out there and it's other, you know what I'm saying? Like, really? <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho. Right. All you know, of them. 
but I mean, I do like his story and how he develops as a character. My, that's like my favorite thing about anime is the character development. They start off, you know, insecure, weak, or um, they're broken. And then by the end of the series, they're strong. They are like level-headed. They learn their lessons from the past. Right. And Deku was going through that same journey. Like he's getting better. He's getting stronger, smarter. Um, I do like Deku. Bakugo is going through the same thing. He got his journey going. Um, I like All Might, but it's kind of cool to see like um, the passing of the torch type of thing. So that's the kind of story you're going to get from All Might story. So I'm throwing All Might in there. And then, hey, even the side characters are pretty dope too. Right. So like Kirishima, Red Riot. I just right. think that's his character design is so dope. <laughs> right. I want to see more from him. Um, what about Tetsu, Tetsu, Tetsu? I think that's his name, right? No, with Tetsu, <laughs> Tetsu, it's, it's obvious they just wanted somebody to rival him. To It's like an iron, sharpened iron type of thing, literally, because he's like, he turned into steel. Kirishima hardens. So that's his ability to get hard. Pause. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. But you feel me, though? Like, they got the same type of ability, which is to, like, enhance their body to get like stronger right and be more durable in the fight they're like the shields of the fight defense or offense type characters right um i'm not a big fan of him but i mean it's he feel like a copy and paste of me but he's hey, supposed man. to sometimes copy and paste oh i'm sorry my bad sometimes copy and paste uh you know you like those characters some some people do you know mm. <laughs> but i know in your opinion you just think he copy and paste. I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Copy and paste is obvious, but <laughs> he serves his purpose and he's not he's not in the main light or anything. So no, he's class B, right? Class B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Besides side characters. Right. I feel like they have so many characters, man. Like they ain't got no choice but to copy and paste sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I guess some of my favorite my favorite character at the moment would be Bakugo. And it is it's weird because um, his character is not, he's not a bad guy. His character is really weird to be, which is funny, you know? And so his personality is asshole, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so like when people say, I don't like that character because he's an asshole, is it because that person chooses to be an asshole or is he just an asshole? as a person you know what I'm saying yeah. and when I when people were comparing him to to uh, comparing my character Fire to um, Bakugo they was like is he like Bakugo and I see a lot of him in, in there and that is crazy because Fire, my character Fire is an asshole but he starts off as an asshole and then he evolves into somebody better but his person but Bakugo's personality is just an asshole and so Everybody is is cool with it. They know it. They like, well, you know, he's just an asshole, so there's nothing we can do about it. Like, and when he yells at Bakugo's like, you idiot, I'm gonna kill you. Like, that's something that an asshole say. Like, he's like, you, you're dumb. You don't know how to do anything. Like, that's what an asshole say. But people just brush it off like that's just his character. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel like a lot of people should deal with assholes sometimes. Because sometimes asshole is a personality and not a trait that you pick up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I guess Bakugo is my favorite character at the moment. Um, 
I did watch that movie where he kind of got some of the power of the <laughs> yeah. of All Might, and then he forgot. I was like, wow, plot device. So I was <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> um, I do like the other characters. I like Momo. She could create stuff. Yeah. Um, that's like a pretty cool power, and um, I like the acid chick. Now, this is my problem. I don't know none of their names exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just know like Deku, and that's not his name. I think it's Izu Izuka Midoriya. I think. I think. <laughs> and I know Bakugo's last name is Bakugo, and I don't know his first name. So, if you put it in that aspect, it's so many characters, I can't know all their names. Like, I'm not that hardcore like I was in Naruto. Like, I knew everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I feel like it also adds to the fact that it's like fast-paced Naruto because you get introduced to all these characters so quickly, and then you don't really get a chance to learn about the characters but in naruto man it was backstory for days for everybody you know yeah. what i'm saying flashback for here flashback there flashback to the last episode <laughs> call back <laughs> here and then it was really only like 10 minutes of actual <laughs> story going on yeah <laughs> but i mean you know to me i feel like people like my hero academia right now is because it's a mix of what's going on in the marvel universe and a mix of what's going on in anime world you know what i'm saying right and and i feel like that that was a perfect blend and i don't know how nobody ain't think about it already <laughs> yeah <laughs> so dope yeah you know i heard that the creator did get a lot of inspiration from the marvel like especially when you think about Cero, which is the um he got the tape that shoots out of his hand or his his elbow right right <laughs> yeah he's spider-man like come on y'all y'all know that's spider-man all day yeah, he one of my characters, dude. I like him. And Electric Dude. Uh, like, Class A has really grown on me. So, just put it like that. I like Class A. It's, I mean, it, I even like the animal talking dude. Like, he ain't around as much, but they sometimes put him in there where he needs to. Yeah. Also, the villains are pretty cool, too. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, would that be it? Or you got something else to say about My Hero Academia, man? I mean... I know we didn't get as deep diving as in my hair academia as we did One Piece, but yeah. I mean, I guess we can go to you know talking about more, or we can go ahead and go into gaming. What you want to do, bro? I guess I'll just say this: um, my hair academia. If you're just starting off watching anime, or if you've been interested in it, this is a good place to start. It's got a little bit of everything. You see character development. You see action. You see a little bit of romance, a teenage, teenage drama, but overall, you give this story a chance, I think you're really gonna enjoy it. I um, actually was able to get my girl through it. She, um, man, she loved that show, honestly. And we just waiting on that new season to come out. And I think it's supposed to come out, what, next next year or sometime soon. Right. Whenever it come out, we definitely watching it. We gonna watch all of it. As soon as the episodes come out, we watching it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm 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 kind of like slow on that. I wait to build up because, I mean, I know I'm gonna get hate in the comments for it. But basically, I don't like to watch anime subtitles. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do do it if I have to, but I don't like to watch it um, because I can't focus like I want to focus on what I need to focus on because I'm too busy reading. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I can multitask easy, but you know 
that being said so let's get into the gaming then so um our game topics today is going to be we're going to be talking about fighting games and of course we're going to be talking about tekken 8 and tekken 6 Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just seen the trailer not too long ago. Um, a couple of, maybe a couple of weeks. Maybe, well, it's been one week? What? Yeah, probably one week. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we've seen the trailer for Tekken 8. Tekken 8 is coming out. And then Tekken 6 has been showing their trailers. And so, um, we both are fighting game fans, man. We love fighting games. You know, we're going to maybe talk about some of our favorite fighting games. But, um, at the moment, we're gonna be talking about Tekken 8. So, um, how do? Oh well, I guess let's just start off with a preface. And how do we get in? How did you get into fighting games? I want to say I got into fighting games around Super Nintendo time, man. So I'm showing my age. <laughs> um, I was playing a lot of uh, Killer Instinct on Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I had this dude named Cinder. He was like on fire and he had this dope combo and I learned how to do that and I was just spamming. I spammed the shit out of that combo the whole time. He was doing backflips, he could just shoot fireballs and all that. Right. Um, I love Killer Instinct. That was like my introduction. And then on PlayStation, I got a chance to get on Tekken 3. And I think when I saw Eddie Gordo on there and like martial law, I was like, hold on, we got a black dude break dancing on here? This <laughs> right. is fire. He had like the shades on and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then martial law, Mario Bruce Lee, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the game right here. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I played a lot of that. And then, as you know, you know, I got a chance to play Mortal Kombat. Later on down the line, I got to play Street Fighter. And I was just like, man, fighting games, where's that? Right. I mean, um, definitely, I mean, on my end, um, I started, like I said, with Super Nintendo, well, like you said, with Super Nintendo, and I mean, I played Street Fighter yeah. 2, I think, yeah, Street Fighter 2 um, was like one of the first fighting games, I used to go to my cousin's house, and we used to play Street Fighter all the time, and you know, I'm, I'm in that age where you gotta wait for the sticks, man, like, whoever get the sticks, you know what I'm saying? If you lose, then you got to pass it to the next person because we had a big family. So, like, um, I would always get um, the sticks, and then I would always get, like, Ryu or somebody like that. And, For sure. and um, you know, tear it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then we got, like, into, like, PlayStation, and Tekken came, like, Tekken. Um, funny story about Tekken, a little quick story. So I got my PlayStation and I got this game. Um, I had Tekken. I bought that's the only game I had for PlayStation. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, Tekken. My friends would come over. They would play Tekken. I always whoop their ass. I practice every day with Kazuo doing that damn uppercut. Dog. Like it's so much shit you gotta put in there to do that uppercut. And I would catch people with that shit. Like it was just the highlight of my day to catch people with that uppercut. <laughs> so um, one of my friends. Um, in school, he said, I got this game, man. It's another fighting game, but it's, um, it's pretty cool. And on the cover, it had this guy holding a big-ass sword. And he was like, it's three discs. I was like, what? What kind of fighting game got three discs to it? <laughs> so I had traded him Tekken. Not traded to keep, but traded to, like, like I'm one of those type of people that like collateral. When I let people borrow stuff, I need collateral. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, can't, I, was, I was always taught, don't let nobody borrow nothing. If you ain't got it, you know what I'm saying? You got to have collateral. 
some some of equal value. You know what I'm saying? Sure. When you trade with somebody. So I traded him Tekken for this other fighting game. Come to find out this fighting game was Final Fantasy Seven. Hey, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I've never this is my first time ever playing a role playing game. It had mad reading in it. So I go back to school, I'm like, yo, what the hell is this game, man? This ain't no fighting game, man. You only fight every once in a while. You walk around and then you catch somebody and then you gotta fight that way. He was like, man, give it a chance, man. You gotta, uh, you know, build up your character. This and that and third. I was like, all right. So I gave it a chance, and now you know, Final Fantasy VII has been one of my favorite games ever, and it's also um, my introduction into to role playing games. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, um. I guess, uh, have you gotten into any competition or fights with uh, with the fighting games? Um, I, I mean, let me preface it with my favorite fighting game. My favorite fighting game is Bloody Roar. Have you ever played that? Oh, yeah. That's the one where they transformed the animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one was cool, though. It was dope, man. I, um, what was it? I think it was a couple of years ago. I went on a hunt. Well, I guess it wasn't a couple of years ago. It was before, let me see, before PlayStation Four, <laughs> so yeah, it was some years ago. So before PlayStation Four came out, I was going on a hunt trying to find all the Bloody Roar games, man. And you know, this at this time, the only people that sold PlayStation Two games was GameStop. So I had to go everywhere, every other little GameStop, and look in all those big ass bins they had <laughs> to see if they had Bloody Roar. This before they had everything in the system, blah blah blah. Right. So I got a, a lot of Bloody Roar games, but I always thought that they should remake Bloody Roar and, into a new fighting game, like you know, like they did Killer Instinct. Yeah, <laughs> they should definitely do that. Yeah. So I mean, you haven't gotten into any competitional competitions with your fighting games? Uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, I tried a Smash Brothers tournament once at MobileCon, <laughs> but I lost the first round. I'm not as good as I thought I was. Right, but, right. Honestly, most of the time, I did like how you did. We would get my friends together, and whoever wins, stay on the controller, and losers, they pass it around on rotation. I love doing that. I, it feels more like, um, it's not as serious. The competition element is there, but it's just like, you know, you just chilling with the homies, and you're getting more comfortable playing the game. Y'all just having a little bit of fun, you know, talking trash. Right, <laughs> right, definitely. I like that. Yeah, I definitely had some trash talking sessions when Budokai came out. Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That was one of my fighting games as well. Well, I guess we'll start talking about the subject, I guess. <laughs> so, what about Tekken? I mean, so, what are you excited about in Tekken 8? Tekken 8, it has to be, number one is the story. Because Tekken is like, I think, it's not perfect, but... As far, as far as fighting games and the story, I think Tekken has a solid foundation of where you see these characters next. It's almost like a daggone show, man. Like, we try to see what happened next with um, Jin Kazama and Kazuya when they really right. they rivalry slash, you know, fight. We want to see where that goes. We've seen them in the trailer. We saw the trailer and they was actually doing the moves from the game, not right. like... um. A choreograph like they got like some people cutscene right like a cutscene yeah. you can't do those moves like they doing like you know like roundhouse kicks and stuff that you can't actually do on the button inputs but we saw them do actual moves like that uppercut that Kazuya do I think it's called the lightning wind god fist right. that thing was fire <laughs> come on 
Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> that was trying to showcase that it was actually gameplay. You got know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so like that was instead of showing, which I see a bunch of trailers where you know they have all these cut scenes and they don't look um, like gameplay. And then you waiting for the game to come out, you be like, dang, this ain't the same. Yeah. Gameplay look whack. But I felt like they were showing off the gameplay. Yeah, it was definitely dope. And the way um, there was a couple things about it that I, I hope they show. Like it's actually a part of the game. If it's not, it's okay. Um, there was an attack that Kazuya did, and before he did it, they like zoomed in on the muscle, and you saw him flex. And then he went in and like punched the shit out of Jen. Right. It would be dope to see some stuff like that. I don't know if it's like a Mortal Kombat X-ray or just right. like just a boost, like or yeah, a boost, a, a limit or like, break or something. Like, yeah, like maybe like an end. <laughs> In game, like oh, you hit this move, so this is what you're gonna see, type of thing. Right. But it um, would be hot to be have cool. cutscene like that. Yeah, it would be hot. <laughs> or more slow motion, like in Tekken Seven, the last one, they would do slow mo hits right. whenever b- both players' health is low. You would see like a slow motion animation when y'all go up and do a move at the same time. Right. And whoever gets that last hit will be the winner, and it just kind of hypes it up. Yeah, definitely. perfect for tournaments, man. Oh yeah, like, perfect. Oh. <laughs> and then bam, there you go. And then you go on to the next round, or he or he wins, and then everybody get that time to just celebrate. He going pop off, be like yeah, boy, right, right. I got that last hit. I want to see more of that slow motion too. Um, and the stage design was fire. Right. If y'all seen it. It actually looked like some kind of storm battleground yeah. <laughs> for a final fight. The storm in the background. Yeah. They had the lightning and the water that's crashing against the shore. So I want to see like more stages like that. And I want to see them graphics pop. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So with Tekken 8, you said you want to see the story. You want to see more of the um, fighting elements. And you want to see more of the backgrounds. Like, did you... I mean, I guess this is on subject, but off subject, did you see that Netflix Tekken show? Oh, yeah, Oops. I enjoyed that. That was cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I was uh, as, as excited about it. I was excited, but then they kind of like, was you wanting it to be like a retelling of what happened in the game, or did you want it to be something new? I want a retelling. Retelling? Yeah, because they did, Um, they had some movies about the same story, the Machine story in the past. But, I mean, yeah, they could work on it. Like, at the time, the technology wasn't all the way there. Right. But I think this was probably the best one out of all the Tekken movies that they had. So, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it, man. It looked good, too. The animation-wise, it looked good. Okay. So, I mean, um, like, with the story, do do you think the story was, was in kind of, Like, if you wanted somebody to get the story of Tekken real quick, you would send them to that? To the Netflix show, mm-hmm. or would you still have some stuff missing in there? <laughs> Honestly, that's not a bad place to start. I think they have in the te- in the Netflix story, the Netflix Netflix show, they do go over like the foundation of the story, which is the Machinists. It's not the full story, but it's mainly focused on Jin, who is kind of like the main character right now. So yeah, you can get the story of Jin, why he fights, Heihachi is still an asshole, and they talk about Kazuya, but you don't, I mean, spoiler alert, I mean, it's been out for a while, Kazuya's not 
really in there. There's like a fight between him and Hayachi because like a flashback, but that's pretty much all you get. But they do give you a foundation of the Mishima story. All right. Focusing on Jin, Hayachi is like the evil um, um, mentor. And then they got a, his mom in there. She's in there for a bit. All right. So would this like appeal more to the people who already played Tekken? Or would it be like, like, I guess since we don't have a full, like this story is kind of crazy. This is what I'm trying to um, segue into. Is basically, this story is crazy, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's basically the Game of Thrones of video games, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like people throwing people off with a dang on cliff, hoping mm -hmm. they die. Some people getting devil genes, yeah. basically, you know what I'm saying? And, and what's going on? So basically, to to I guess shorten the the, the explanation is that there's a tournament called Tekken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For people who not play this game, it's called Tekken, and the Mashimas throw this this tournament, kind of like the comparison to Street Fighter, because yeah. Street Fighter is Street Fighter a tournament. You know what I'm saying? But it has a, a core family member. If you want to compare Street Fighter and Tekken, basically. Street Fighter, um, their tournament is more put together for the world's strongest fighters to become stronger, I guess. The Tekken is just all Mishima trying to figure out what's going on, and then the story is about the characters, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> some, yeah pretty, much, pretty much. Yeah, so the main story in Tekken is the Mishima clan and their legacy, what's going on find out in the first one that you know Heihachi um, is throwing a Tekken tournament and then Heihachi's father was grandfather and he wanted to become stronger or something like that and his son um, got thrown off uh, Heihachi's son Kazuo was thrown off with a cliff because he was weak so he comes back to fight in the tournament and he beats Heihachi and throws him off a cliff <laughs> so then Kazuo becomes the the leader of the Mashima clan then yeah. Heihachi come back I guess Kazuo had a baby and Jin is is there and then this is where this Netflix show kind of breeds in right yeah <laughs> you got it <laughs> yeah okay so and then I mean I guess to compare in Street Fighter 6 what what do you what are you looking for in Street Fighter 6 now Street Fighter 6 is like a return of like you know pretty much like the I wanna I guess I can say Street Fighter was the king of fighting games for a solid minute and then I feel like Tekken took over because Street Fighter 5 was kinda trash. I'm gonna <laughs> honest just be honest about that. But yeah, it's a form of like evolution for Street Fighter as a story with its characters and this is gonna be this is gonna be something special because this is like the next generation. This is Street Fighter Third Strike all over again, y'all. That's why I'm saying <laughs> that this is the evolution of Street Fighter. Street Fighter Five was like we're gonna bring back all the characters and then some. Um, you got to see them age and all that, and you get to see those same original characters. They aged up again. Right. You see Ryu with the scraggly beard, and he's got the old. Um, old tattered kung fu gi looking like his master right all those old characters are back and they are older um the other original characters are back too and they got new looks 
and a little bit aged up. And now you got new characters too. Like, um, let me go ahead and just put my Kimberly. You talking Kimberly? About- <laughs> let oh, me yeah, tell definitely. y'all, I really, really appreciate great designs for black characters, man. Right. Kimberly is so dope. She's a ninja. She's and she's street too, definitely. which is cool with me. She got like some kicks on, I think kicks are kind of fire, and then she got the little spray cans. Yeah. <clears throat> it just kind of like um since she's a ninja, you know, ninjas got the smoke bombs. So she get to put her own little flair to it and she got spray cans instead. Her moveset is based off of if y'all remember this other ninja named Guy. Yeah. And yeah. I knew that right off the bat when I seen her <laughs> jumping off the walls right. and spin kicks and stuff like that. Like that's guy all day. Yeah. But yeah, great design. Her moveset is cool. Her personality, she's like energetic and fun. And she got like a little cassette player with the headphones. Right. So I think that was a special little touch. So yeah, let's let's see where we can go with that. That's only one new character. Right. Let me see what these other new characters are gonna look like. I mean, do you uh so so you like the characters, you you excited about the characters on Street Fighter Six and in Street Fighter, I mean, I'm sorry, Tekken Eight. You're excited about the story and the continuation of what's going on. Yes. So, are you thinking this is like? I feel like fighting games is um, basically a test of the hardware to a system. So, when a new system comes out, they need to come out with a dope ass fighting game. And I felt like it hasn't changed over the years. You get what I'm saying? Like, I need. And these are the leaders of fighting games here, Tekken and Street Fighter. So, um, the, of course, I want to see more innovation in the games. You get what I'm saying? And something new and dope. Uh, I mean, I think Tekken was one of the, the, the founders or maybe one of the pioneers of having story mode in a game. And, like, you can actually, like, play in the game, kind of like an arcade game where you can, like, walk around and beat up stuff and this and that. I think they're going to be reintroducing this to Tekken 8. And um, I guess with this story, man, I don't know if, if another Mishima is going to pop up and be like, oh, you know, this is my throne, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, graphics-wise, you know, Tekken has definitely been a pioneer with the graphics as well. Yeah. But now Street Fighter 6 has gotten their own RE engine working on Street Fighter six and that thing looked nice and crispy you know is that nice and slick like it got jiggle physics for the people who love you know i mean when they showed um they showed my girl chun lee bro yeah man i always want to see her in that that third strike outfit again but of course they got booty jiggles for her you know what i'm saying (laughs) i mean you know that's my little pervert peeking through you know what i'm saying but it is what it is but I mean, she's my she's one of my favorite characters though. So yeah. you know, Chung Lee, you and then they also showed a new trailer where you can do training modes and create your own character in there. So now you create your own character in Street Fighter Six, and you can get trained by who you want to get trained by. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying. So you can. Um, they got like a little arcade tournament thing, and I think with this timeline in Street Fighter Six. This is still before Third Strike. Third Strike is probably the furthest game off. Because in Street Fighter V, you get to see the sister of Sean and never get to see Sean. And I think yeah. Sean is a kid. So this is in between Street Fighter Three 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Street Fighter Six got to be in between because Sean is a teenager. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I mean, of course, Ryu isn't old in um, you know, through third, third Strike, and neither is Ken. But I ain't gonna lie. I gotta say, I gotta give my downfall. I mean, I wouldn't say downfalls, but basically my critiques about it as well. So, I guess my critique on on Tekken Eight would be that it looks good, but it it still looked the same to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think Tekken Tekken Seven was like the peak, right, of what they 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 was doing. But yeah. it don't look no different to me. You know what I'm saying? It looked like they put a little bit more stuff, like that muscle stuff that you was talking about, and maybe the slow motion scenes. But it don't look graphically different to me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And um, I don't know how better you can get it. That's not even a bad slight because it looks good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you can't say, oh, well, it don't look better. You know what I'm saying? But better is, what what's better from good? You know what I'm saying? Great? Like, what Like what you want it to be? Like, they had sweat and everything on there. But the sweat, of course, you know, me being a computer graphics, I went to school for animation computer graphics, so I could tell when something don't look right. But, um, they you know that sweat was dripping off of them and stuff like that. Like it would be in a cutscene, but it was raining. They still ain't got raining physics right. You okay. know what I'm saying? Put it like that. And the water, like I, I got a PS5 now. I can brag. I can brag and say I've seen 4K. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so with the with, like I played Last of Us, the new one on PlayStation 5, and that water looked good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how you be like graphics that water look good but in Tekken Tekken 8 it don't look as good as it do in there so they probably got the same graphic capability maybe because it makes the um, mechanics better you know what I'm saying but I feel like in Tekken 6 I mean I'm sorry Street Fighter 6 I keep getting it mixed up yeah. Street <laughs> Fighter 6 they changed the whole graphic engine you know what I'm saying so now when you're fighting on a board, it looks like Tekken 8. <laughs> so, because Tekken, Tekken 5 was kind of, I mean, Street Fighter 5, sorry. <laughs> I'm just mixing it all up. My old brain cells. So, Street Fighter 5, they, they made it look better, but it still looked cartoony. Didn't look like Tekken. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> but now Tekken, now Street Fighter 6 looks like Tekken. And then this is my critique about Tekken's, I mean, Street Fighter 6, sorry again. Street Fighter 6, some of the character designs look stupid. <laughs> now, they did real good. They did Chun-Li good. Ken looks like a homeless hobo. Bro. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Paul, really Paul? They got Paul with the goatee looking dumb. Like, but I guess that's what Paul always looked like. Not Paul. Damn, I'm Guile. getting real messed up. Guile. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's the hair. They it's the hair, bro. <laughs> you know, I think Guile was a character that they based off of, off of, off of um, Guile, right? Paul was a character they based off of Guile, right? Or no? Um, <laughs> you know how Marvel and DC be doing stuff that's similar. I think, yeah. Honestly, that's probably that's probably accurate. Never, right. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. people like to use different ideas and like, okay, I'll take that idea, but I'm gonna do it my way. They probably did. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, because you know, um, what is it? Um, 
SNK or either is it SNK? Yeah, it's I think okay. they definitely try to copy Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I think Dan is a character inside of Street Fighter that makes fun of SNK. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so yeah, that's my little critiques about it. But I'm definitely excited about them, and I'm definitely gonna get those games when they come out. I can't really take too much time doing them because you know I got art to do. You know what I'm saying? I got comic right. book to draw. But I will, I mean, um, I spent, invested my money into a PS5, so I need to play it. <laughs> sure got to, man. Every now and then, you know, you can take a break, go ahead, play some games, man. It's your ways. Okay, so, I mean, I guess we got our feel of, of I guess we could really talk about, um, talk about what we want to happen in Tekken 8. I'm going to get it right, y'all. I'm going to get it right. We, we talked about what we want to happen in Tekken 8. And then we talked about what is going on in Street Fighter 6. So, I mean, honestly, it looks good and looks promising. And I'm loving the way that that Street Fighter is, is putting out the characters every once in a while. You know, like you said, Kimberly is a great character. They got a new U.S. character. Can't remember his name. They got a guy with a drunken fist. And these characters look dope. Um, they show Dalsim. Oh, is it Dalsim? Dalsim. Dalsim. And then they showed um, Blanca. Blanca and. Dang, why can't I think of his name? Hey Hachi. No, not Hey Hachi. Um, the guy with the, with the fast fist. Just to put it like that. E Honda. E Honda. Why, why sure I can't I think of E Honda? <laughs> I got you. I'm hooked with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like. Um, they got them in there. We ain't seen E Honda in a minute, dog. Yeah. <laughs> in a hot it. minute, bro. <laughs> and um, I wonder what they're gonna have on Tekken as well. Like, if they gonna have some new characters, or are they gonna have the the old old characters? You know, Tekken really was innovative with bringing in new characters. Um, I haven't played Tekken Seven, but I know it had my dude Akuma in it. You know yep. what I'm saying? <laughs> And he was like part of the story story. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you know, they had um Kazuya's mother in it. Mm-hmm. Kazumi. Yeah. She had like a lion. And then they brought um, you know, who was the black dude? The new black dude with the white dreads. That's Leroy. Leroy? Bro, that man was the, he had the most drip I've ever seen in Tekken since um, pretty boy Lee, I like to call him Pretty Boy Lee. <laughs> right, yeah, Lee Chalong with shades. He used to go by Violet. That's like his I remember. Ego. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, That's when he come out with the shades. He got the purple on. I know. And he I got remember. like the we call little the um the Latino people um Latino like um dancers. They have like this this top on. They got like these little things that hang off on the arm. Oh, tassels it. and stuff. It had like, something like that on it. <laughs> like and he was, was dancing, like, like the dancing, the um, when they do the dance moves. Yeah, the Latin dancers, they had yeah. like this outfit, and he basically had like a purple version of that. And I was like, this man flamboyant, let me pick him. <laughs> I did, I did I like, like the drip on, I did like the drip on Tekken. Like, some people, some characters had some drip, man. You know what I'm saying? Even mm. though it was weird, they had it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's called good character design, man. Right, you know, right. This character's a little cool. Like, why should I pick this character? I don't know who that is, but he look fire. Let right. me pick him. And then it's no, 
that'd be like your favorite character. You might use them for a little bit and go to the next character. Right. I mean, I definitely want them to work on a story on Street Fighter 2 because it's complicated. I had to do some YouTube diving and to find out what was going on with with, um, with Street Fighter. I mean, I, I, know. I know about Kuma and I know about all of them, but I don't know about everybody. I mean, everybody kind of in Street Fighter is connected a little bit, but not really. Like, I think the ones that's not really connected is some of the, because like in Tech, I mean, I'm sorry, in Street Fighter, there you go, in Street Fighter, the main characters are connected and then some of the characters are just fighters. You know what I'm saying? But they might be connected in some way. When, it, when Street Fighter first came out, they were definitely connected because, you know, you had the main bad guy, he had a little crew of people. So, you know, Vega was part of it and Bullrog and all those guys were all part of the bad guys. And, and then there was some good guys, which you would put Ken and, um, you know, Chung Lee and all them and E Honda and all that. But now in Street Fighter Five, I mean, Street Fighter Six, we don't know. Uh, they do start adding characters what what their purpose is to to the story and so hopefully they do have a fully fleshed out story mode or whatever <laughs> because in Tekken 5 man I mean Tekken 5 I'm sorry Street Fighter 6 or Street Fighter 5 that story was horrible <laughs> I bought it the first time so all right let's talk let's talk about this Capcom <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Please stop doing us like this, man. We love y'all, but stop doing us like this. You made us buy Street Fighter V with nothing on it, man. <laughs> with nothing on it. It took years for you to complete that game. If you got to take your time on the game, just say that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But we we love we love that you got you got you getting your 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 flair back with the Resident Evil series and stuff like that. Word. And, you know, I, I, we've invested in that. But please, with this Tekken 6, man, please give us what we've been asking for. Please give us a game where we ain't got to keep buying DLC and we got to pay for each character that comes out and stuff like that. Let us work towards playing this game genuinely instead of having to wait for you guys to do stuff and pay more every time you, <laughs> you, you do something. For sure. Um going back to, to, to Street Fighter 5 I mean I bought, I got the game when it first came out and it didn't have nothing on it the cutscenes at the end this is a thing that Tekken Tekken spoiled me because every cutscene had at the end when you beat the game with a character you got a cutscene about their story yeah why can't we get that with Street Fighter man yeah <laughs> that's simple so then I can know what's going on with this character and I can like this character more. That's that's simple, right? So yeah. please just give me that because I don't know what's going on with these characters. When you got a new character, we have to go deep diving to find out who this character is. You know what I'm saying? And then it might just be a cool character. When Tekken just puts a cool character in their games, it's a cool character, but they got a story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for for Street Fighter VI. <laughs> I mean, is there anything else you you want from the game, or we just um, vibing out on crazy fighting games now? <laughs> well, the main thing I would like to see. Well, I already said I would like story. I want to see more cool characters. We have to upgrade our 
netcode for the fighting games because fighting games well matter of fact gaming in general it's not like how it was back in the day when we was kids we always had our friends come over and we would play on oh, fighting games we got the couch couch co-op split screen share the tv we don't do a lot of that no more probably because we've grown we got our lives so we play online a lot let's get our net code together so where we don't have to worry about our signal dropping and it's lagging i'm pressing a button and he punched one second two seconds later i think um what they call it is um what was it it's not i think what they were using before is delayed bag delayed based net code which mm. is which is what we got where it's like it can be lagging unless you hooked up to the internet we need to get that we need to get whatever the top um connection is for these players so we can play we don't have to worry about our connection dropping and everything is smooth and we can run as many matches that we want to with good connection we need that top line connection yeah. um let's see other That's than fast. that man just don't have rip fun, us off. Right. Yeah, don't have rip fun. us off with these characters, man. If you're gonna drop a DLC, these characters better be worth it. Don't give us no doo-doo characters. Right. Um, maybe throw some mini games there. What happened to the mini games, man? Like, right. I like remember taking Golden, bro, and yeah. taking Force. Throw some mini games in there. A little something, something on the side of that we can. I did have see that in, in, in Street Fighter Six. They do got the beat up the car thing. Like they got a transfer yeah. truck junk now. Yeah. They need, yeah, I don't think you haven't seen the new trailer, have you? I didn't. I actually forgot about that part. <laughs> I was so hype about like yeah. Kimberly and Luke and Jamie watching them play. Yeah. I seen some YouTubers play as them, right? And they already taking these characters to the next level. Right. So I'm a little scared to get online. Right, they got yeah. like a whole hub where you can go and play online with people who got created characters. When you create oh, your character, it's like an arcade, and they got a big screen, everything. Like it's a tournament. And you get to go in there and play the game yeah. as you play in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then basically you could street you could fight outside on the street, like like y'all in a, like a street fight. And then yeah. also like the characters that are like our main characters, like Ryu and everybody, they are superstars in this universe. Yeah. So so I, like I said, I'm really looking forward to what they're doing. Like the story, hopefully it'd be clear cut because Y'all been shitting me on Marvel vs. Capcom. Y'all yeah, yeah. <laughs> been shitting me on Street Fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got the game, but then y'all definitely got me with Tekken vs. Street Fighter, man. Y'all did me super dirty, man. man. <laughs> like, super come on. Dirty. Like, I, I beat that game. I was going through it. It was nice. I liked it because it had the elements of both in, um, both characters in there in a Street Fighter design type way. And it, it looked cool. But then y'all really made me wait behind a bunch of paywalls to get characters that was already on the game. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I can't play with nobody the way I want to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, I agree with you, man. They gotta just, uh, they can't play us on that. Netcode, me, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm traditional. So, I ain't really gonna be playing online like that, man. Because I feel like online culture has gotten into a, a point where they just sweating motherfuckers, man. Like, they, they, they really sweaty, man. Like they just want to make sure they, they kills or whatever is up. They want to make sure that they wins is up yeah. so they can look the best in the eyes of other people when I'm just trying to have fun and fight. Dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, it, they, they came up with the term get good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. But 
at the end of the day, like, really, I ain't got all that time to be doing that. I just want to have fun and hang out and play with my friends and shit like that. Yeah. And if I can find some friends online, if you got a lobby, like in Street Fighter Six, where I can meet people and then we can be cool and, and, and play together like that, then that's great. And then your net code definitely should be on point, like you said. Because <laughs> then I could be able to meet people and then play at my own terms instead of just fighting in a tournament and then, you know, not be able to to beat anybody. I mean, I know that sounds like a, <laughs> well, you know, you need to get good, man. It's not that. It's just I want to have fun. I don't want to have to be like, man, this dude is, is tripping me up over and over and over again like on... <laughs> Like on Mortal Kombat, that yeah. I can't even move, <laughs> or this dude on me so hard I can't even do nothing. I don't got no time for all that, man. I, I practice what I practice. And I like playing with who I like playing with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but sure. yeah, but yeah, I mean, so I guess um we did it, man. We 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 we, we did a podcast. We we, yeah. we got it done. So, this is my first one right here. <laughs> okay, you know. Ever, actually. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to hopefully, you know, get you get some mileage on you, man. And we keep talking about new games, keep talking about animation, keep talking about drawing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely, we want to appreciate y'all for listening to the podcast. And um, we do got a couple of programming reminders. If you stuck around this long, I appreciate it. Um, basically... We, I'm still working on a comic book on Fire Ruin, Scattered Embers. And um, I'm like I said, we're going to try to finish it as a deadline by the end of this year. So next year we can go to these conventions and y'all can read it. Um, other than that, we're going to try to come out with a podcast every week. Um, right now we're falling behind because we're still learning this game right here. But we're going get, to get on track for next month. You know what I'm saying? So October, we'll try to have um, a podcast for you. We're going to be doing talking about the same things drawing animation nerds and gaming so for um on that we're gonna say peace out to y'all and talk to y'all later um got anything to say stuff yeah i just want to say man <laughs> everything we say you know we say that from the heart we just want to see everything that we enjoy in every medium that we you know consume we just want to see everything come out good um I love video games and then hey if y'all want to y'all can y'all can go check me out on my Instagram at Intergalactic Stuff. Um starts with an I and then I got a YouTube channel too called Just Call Me Stuff and I be I post some videos up there. I try to get at least one up there every week. So yeah, Intergalactic Stuff on Instagram, just call me stuff on YouTube. I bring some content for y'all and yeah, go check me out. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, also you can follow us on Dane Comics um, on Instagram. You can um, also follow us on Facebook at Dane Comics. Um, if you want to fire, follow Fire Ruin, it's Fire Ruin Comic on Instagram and also DaneComics.com. I know a lot of people on our last podcast, we were talking about how people don't even use websites no more. But if you want to go to our website and check out stuff, it's still under construction. We're still working on trying to fix it the way we want to, but that's going to be a hub for you to be able to get everything, drawing, animation, nerds, and gaming that we create. That's also going to be where you're going to be able to read um, Fire Ruin and other titles that are coming out on that website. So definitely give us a check out. Um, until then, we'll holler at y'all.